Howdy, and welcome once again to another edition of On Mike with Jordan Rich, a podcast that celebrates interesting and stimulating conversation with creative people in all fields, by the way, from the arts to the sciences, business, government, and more. Today, we delve into medicine, and we do so with a very fine practitioner. He's a chiropractor, Dr. Chris Quigley, clinical director of the Charles Street Family Chiropractic and Boston Spine, Disc, and Chiropractic Center. Has a lot of experience in caring for spinal-related issues, treating both simple and and complicated cases. And take it from me and many, many others, he's got terrific bedside manner along with a great staff. The website for all the details is thebostonwellnessgroup.com. We'll be talking about Chris's book, After the Car Crash, a comprehensive guide for victims and attorneys. But I really wanted this to serve as an introduction to the work that Chris and so many other fine practitioners do. Chris and his team have had a long and successful run with thousands of happy patients who have found relief. So we invite you to stretch first, then settle back and enjoy a conversation with Dr. Christopher Quigley as we go on mic. So I don't know how many jokes there are about chiropractic, uh, backbreaking work, your, you get your spine into it, uh, make no bones about it. Have you heard them all? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, you haven't heard them all from me yet. but no, no. Well, Chris, it's great to see you. Dr. Chris Quigley, as mentioned, and a lot of experience in this field. And I was reading about you in terms of your own career aspirations. You didn't start out like in med school or in college thinking chiropractic, but you were in chemistry. Is Correct. that what I read? I was a uh, chemistry major at Villanova University, and uh, the big job for chemistry majors is to go out and sell drugs to medical doctors. Mm-hmm. So I was going on interviews uh, with the pharmaceutical companies, and they always asked that question, what do you want to be doing in five years? And I said, I didn't really care what I was doing as long as I was having fun, enjoying what I was doing. Because you know? up until that point, I hadn't heard, met too many people in my life who really enjoyed what they were doing. So um, I was doing these uh, interviews, and uh, I was waiting tables uh, at, out in the east end of Long Island where my parents live. And my dad introduced me to a chiropractor who he sold a house to. He was a real estate guy. And the guy really impressed me with how much he loved being a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. And up again, up until that point, I hadn't heard t- too many people who said that. So one of my regular customers at my restaurant was a the local chiropractor. And I asked him, uh, Dr. Bill, tell me about being a chiropractor. And he says, oh, it's the greatest thing I wouldn't want to do. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. I wouldn't want to do anything else. And we loved it. And I was like, wow, that's like two people in a week telling me they really love what they were doing. So uh, the first guy had, had a uh, contact with the president of New York Chiropractic College. He got me an interview. And uh, the rest is, uh, as they say, is history. Had you any personal experience as as a patient? No, up to this point, I had never been a patient. Um, I'd actually gone to one chiropractor with my girlfriend at the time. Um, I went to the office. I sat in the office and watched uh, her get adjusted, and that was my only experience with chiropractic up until that point. Interesting. I was telling you, Chris, before coming on the air, that back a long time ago in the early 1980s, maybe. I was involved in putting together a public service campaign to promote chiropractic and to try to alleviate the fears because there were a lot of antagonists saying that chiropractic was phony medicine and, and all that. We've come a long way since then. Yeah, that, that, that campaign started from the uh, American Medical Association. Mm-hmm. They had a campaign to raise their membership. It was a membership drive, and their campaign was to contain and eliminate the chiropractic profession. Pretty and much the... Destroy all competition. Right. Destroy it. uh, And they were found guilty in federal court of doing that. And um, they were uh, slapped on the wrist pretty good. And uh, from now until that day, since that day, the American Medical Association cannot, uh, you Mm. know, try to to slander us. Well, as I said in the introduction, you have the credentials and people you work with have the credentials. There's – 
licensed chiropractic study that uh, one has to one has to go through to get to where you are. Correct. Right. So chiropractic is a five year program. Uh, it's actually more course hours than uh, medical school. Mm. Uh, we you know when it's basically the same curriculum, mm-hmm. and uh, when they do drugs and surgery, we do chiropractic and X ray. And uh, we actually have more course hours in anatomy and, and uh, those related things. So uh, it's a pretty rigorous program. Well, certainly uh, if someone is an attendee of regular chiropractic sessions, you realize you guys know your anatomy because you, you, we'll get into the, the therapeutic and also the an analysis that you do. Um, but a few other things about the background. Uh, you started the, uh, the company, if you will, the clinic. What three decades ago, something like yes, that? Yes, August first, nineteen ninety, was my first first adjustment. Uh, that day, I was in the office. Uh, we were doing some construction. The X-ray guys were in there putting up lead sheetrock on the walls, putting in the X-ray equipment. And uh, this young lady came down from who's a uh, waitress down the block in one of the restaurants, and she goes, "I have really bad headaches. Can you help me?" And I'm like, "I can, but not right now. <laughs> Come back at five o'clock." Okay. So she came back at five o'clock. I uh, I worked on did a, you know cursory examination as best I could do as you know being the a rookie there, and I uh, got her adjusted, and that was my first chiropractic adjustment. You I never did. forget your first. Never forget your first. <laughs> There's Tracy's your sweetheart. Charles Street is a famous uh, and historic street in Boston, and uh, I discovered you literally walking down the street one day, and it was a a retail fair and people were out there, you know, showing off their wares. And, uh, and I had a chance to, uh, check out to see how my balance was and I needed, uh, I needed adjusting. So I've been a regular fan of yours and your crew ever since. We'll talk more about the actual practice and, and what's done, but there is a book that you wrote called After the Car Crash, a comprehensive guide for victims and attorneys to recover your health and protect your rights. People often hear the word whiplash and wonder, what it actually is. Maybe you can define it and tell us the reason you wrote the book. Well, uh, I wrote the book because I, I, being in practice, um, there are a lot of ways you can mess up after you've been in a car accident. Mm-hmm. There's ways you can mess up as far as getting better because there's serious injuries. There's ways you can mess up with dealing with the insurance companies because they're not the nicest people you've ever met. And they have their bottom lines as their number one agenda. And uh, it was just people doing silly things that to mess up their case and make up mess up their getting them better. It's amazing how many people are walking around who have residual effects of an auto accident, even a minor one. Well, the research says fifty percent of people who get in car accidents have chronic pain. Mm. It's pretty. It's consistent throughout the decades. That's the, that's the number about. And I asked you about whiplash, which is that term of art that everybody seems to know, but that encompasses a lot of things. It's not just. The neck correct, pain, right? Correct, correct, um, You know, the, the literature says that, you know, they call, they don't call it whiplash. They call it a – they call it the – the whiplash is the description of the injury. So they call it a whiplash-type injury. So basically what happens when you get in a car accident, especially when you get hit from the rear, um, what happens is your neck um, – your head stays in one place and your body moves underneath you. Mm. And creates a shearing effect on your spine. And it literally tears parts of the spine. Now, the scary part about these injuries is that sometimes the pain doesn't show up right away. Typically, um, especially if you get, you know, if there's an adrenaline type situation, pain doesn't show up for two, three, sometimes days, sometimes even weeks later. And uh, because your body's able to compensate to a certain degree, 
and then it's no longer able to compensate, and then you have a big problem. Many times people are dealing with a lot of medication, sometimes too much medication, or surgery that might not be necessarily the right way to go. Well, with whiplash injuries, medication is the wrong way to go mm-hmm. um, because the way it works is it actually interferes with the healing process. To give you a quick, real, real brief overview of the healing process, whenever you injure a tissue, a muscle, tendon, ligament, there are three distinct phases of healing. The first is called the inflammatory phase. It's the first 72 hours after an injury, and we're all familiar with that because we've all sprained our wrist, sprained our ankle, and the first thing that happens is what? It hurts like hell. Yeah, but it, it swells. It swells, exactly. Yeah, right. All right. So that's the inflammatory phase. Okay. The second phase is called the proliferative stage where the body sends all the cellular material there to the injury to help repair those tissues. That's about six to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. The last phase is called the remodeling phase, where the body takes that tissue and does the best it can to make it like the healthy tissue. Mm -hmm. And that's 12 to 18 months. This is all natural restorative stuff that's going on in the body, right? This is how the body heals. This is how the body heals. So when somebody... Let me me change that. It it, It doesn't really heal, it wound repairs. Okay. There's a difference. Yep. Now, healing is, is a, I get the feeling it's going to be 100% afterwards. Mm-hmm. Whenever you injure the tissues of the body, it's never 100% afterwards. Never, ever, ever. Like we talked about that when we went over your case. We said it took a year for the body to, you know, get 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 the basics in line. And it's not really, it's wound repair. It's not really healing. To right. I didn't have an issue. In other words, I didn't have an accident that I know of. I didn't step in a pothole or anything, but I just knew that my posture looking in the mirror was off. And I realized, uh, and I didn't know this until I came in, I couldn't turn my neck. I couldn't turn my neck without straining. That's, again, not caused by one injury, but it's sort of day-to-day wear and tear. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think about all the things that happens to your body. I mean, just take a typical day. I mean, you, you, you sleep. Right? A lot of people sleep uh, in bad positions. They wake up feeling like an old person. Um, if your mattress is old, your pillow is old, that can mess you up. Then you, uh, you, know, you get in the car and then you have, to, you, know, it's, you have to turn your head. A lot of people are not trained to use their mirrors and they're turning their body all the way around. And there's so many people by the time they get to our age, you know, they can't turn their head anymore. People come in, they're supposed to turn your head 80 degrees each side, and they're in, the t- they're in the 20s. I want to impress people and have them turn their head looking at me. That's my goal. <laughs> so it's not just my head turning. So, Chris, let's talk a little bit about the kind of treatment that chiropractic today provides. And, and I'd love to know over the years since you've been in practice, 30-plus years, you know, what developments have helped you and helped us get better even faster? In other words, is there equipment that has come on board, diagnostic approaches, things like that? That's a great question. Um, you know, that's a, to start on the diagnostic side, um, you know, the tried and true way you examine a spine is obviously your, your typical hands-on examination, but x-rays are the, are the key. Mm-hmm. Um, I, use, I use x-rays as a roadmap to find where the, what the, where the person is and how we're going to get to where you're going to go. I mean, if we were driving to Buffalo, New York, we would want a map. Absolutely. All right? You don't just get in the car and go. All right? So x-rays are your map to correcting a spine. Mm -hmm. And as far as the care goes, um, you know, one of the things that I learned along the way, which has been really helpful, is when you – we talked about that tissue healing process. Mm -hmm. Well – the best way to get that tissue to heal 100% as much as it's going to be is something called a loading and unloading cycle. All right? That's where you stretch the tissue out and relax it, stretch it out and relax it. So when you come into the office, we have you do some exercises before you get work done, right? 
We have you do as an exercise chair. Yes. All right, and that loosens, warms up the low back to get work done, but it also creates this pumping mechanism on the tissue, mm. and that speeds the healing process. So we have you do it in your neck and have you do it in your low back, and then we work on you. Then we give you some exercises to do at home. You know, we do our chiropractic adjustment and give exercises to do at home to, again, create those loading and unloading cycles. Mm. And that's what the research says you can get the best healing from injuries. You mentioned early on in our chat today about a woman at the first adjustment who came in complaining of headaches. So let's let's start with that. People have a lot of pain in a lot of parts of their body, but I don't know if anybody doesn't get a headache or two now and then. But people do have migraines. They have issues with their head. Talk about the connection between that, the pain, and and the chiropractic approach. Well, every headache you've ever gotten runs through the, the spinal cord in the top three bones of your neck. Every single one you've ever got started in your neck. Mm-hmm. Um, all the nerves that come out of that area go to your head, and that's where you feel the pain. So as chiropractors, we're specialists in that area. So what we do is get those areas working better, and we see excellent results with, with headaches. I mean, this, it's, we look at those cases as like a you know, piece of cake. No, Yeah, no it's, um, it's interesting. I, I've never had migraines, but I know people who do, and uh, they've gotten relief. Others are fearful, however, because they've had issues with osteopaths and so forth. They're fearful. Should they be fearful of chiropractic? Well, chiropractic is like the safest thing that people do in terms of healthcare. I mean, it's just so – the numbers are just – mind-boggling on the good side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I guess the best way to, to demonstrate that, the best story I can tell you is that almost every chiropractor takes care of their own family. No medical doctor does. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, That's a good point. They, right? they, yeah. I mean, this stuff is so safe. Uh, it's just um, 10 times, let's put it this way. And a great story, uh, there was a research article that came out of Harvard uh, 15, 20 years ago said that chiropractic was 10,000 times safer than Advil. Keep that in mind next time I reach for Advil. <laughs> but I reach for you too and, and your able hands and, and knowledge. In fact, when you examine someone, not a, a first-timer because you do a lot of pre-examination, but when you have someone come in for a regular session, and you can do it pretty quickly, can you, can you describe what that process is like for you? Sure. Um, the first thing we typically we usually check is a, a reflex called the Durafield leg check. Mm-hmm. So that is a, a neurological reflex, and then we check. You know, we're always checking your feet at the beginning of the visit to see how balanced those are. Um, that is a neurological reflex that gives me an idea what the major problem is that day. So we do that first. Typically, go work on the low back first. Then we move to a more hands-on. Do something called palpation, and we move the spine around. You've again experienced that. We move the spine around, see if what restrictions we can find, and then when you work on the neck, we really focus on how, on your movement. Mm-hmm. I, I asked the question, I want to come back to it, about technology and how that's advanced. I mean, if one enters your clinic, let's say, uh, you have some handheld tools, but you also have what looks like uh, Frankenstein in 2025, you know, that uh, machine that emits all kinds of electrode it's rays. Co- it's cold. It's called a cold laser chart. Cold, <laughs> cold laser. laser. All right. All right. I, I, it just looks cool. I, didn't, I haven't, it, haven't it, used it uh, myself. It looks cool and it is cool. Um, what, what does so it do? So what it does, it's a uh, 635 nanometer wavelength of light that increases the energy in the cells, increases the circulation, decreases the inflammation, and speeds the healing. Interesting. So, for example, if you have a broken bone, instead of taking six weeks to heal, it takes four. I like that. 
Yeah, that's good. Fabulous tool. You know, and it's not invasive. No. In other words, and nothing is. Nothing. It's completely safe. Right. Uh, there's no heat involved, so it doesn't burn any tissues. Uh, you, you also have, pardon me, you also have uh, a couple of tools. One is pretty obvious. It's a, the greatest massager I've ever felt. It's, it's <laughs> deep. And it, <laughs> but then there's the, I call it the woodpecker. You want to describe what that is? Uh, so it's a handheld adjusting instrument. So yeah. um, especially as I get older in my, my years here, uh, you know, you got to take care of these guys, your hands. And uh, the instrument does that. Uh, it's a great way to uh, – and its advantage is that not only is it to protect your hands, but for, in order for the spine to get misaligned, the bone has to move backwards first. So any, any, any bone in your spine, for it to get misaligned, it's going to go backwards first. Then it goes up, down, left, and right. Mm-hmm. So that instrument that we use, the woodpecker to use your term. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it sounds very much like a woodpecker. It's constant and, right. and it's a metronome So what that style. does, it has, as you, if you've experienced, it's yes, a I very have. good P to A back to front adjustment. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, in some ways, it's, it's easier to use that, especially on the neck and the low back, than the hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, again, it really addresses that back to front dimension. Let's talk with you about other issues beyond the accidents, beyond the injuries, which are obvious. Sleep, you mentioned that uh, as well. I mean, obviously, that is a huge part of the wellness program for anybody. Or how does chiropractic help someone in, in general sleep performance? Well, the two major parts of the nervous system that are really important for your life are something called the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. Mm-hmm. The sympathetic is the fight or flight. And the parasympathetic is the relaxed, slow down one. Most people in our society, their sympathetic system is way out of balance with their parasympathetic system. They're, the whole, they're all you know, they're, they're a stress in the world. There's a stress in physical, mental, and chemical fashions. And that stimulates the fight or flight, the sympathetic side. What chiropractic does, what its real claim to fame is, is it balances those, those sides. So it balances the sympathetic with the parasympathetic. So a chiropractic adjustment is the number one way, number one fastest, quickest way to decrease stress in your nervous system. And if someone is listening to this who's never experienced it and is just looking to improve upon their overall wellness, uh, is this a, a, a methodology you'd recommend? Well, what do you, well, I mean, well, what do you think? If your nervous system's all out of balance, what do you think it's going to do? No, I, I don't know the answer. I just wanted to hear you say it. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's, it's uh, yeah, obviously, if you're, the better your nervous system works, the better you work. Yeah. Uh, it's a one-to-one relationship. I mean, yeah. I ask every patient that comes to my office, even multiple times, to say, what, you know, what does your nervous system do for you? And eventually, we get to the word everything, right? Because yeah. it every single function in your life and your health is controlled by your nervous system. So if your nervous system is messed up, you are messed up. Indeed. One of the things that's interesting about your clinic is that there's a wall loaded with pictures of kids, little guys, children. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I even asked you, uh, who are these kids? A lot of them, I'd say the majority of them come in for wellness. Mm-hmm. They come in to make sure everything is all good. And if you think about it, the birth process is a pretty traumatic process. Got to get that big head through that small opening. Mm-hmm. And the research says 80% of us got our first spinal injury at birth. Re- re- 80%? 80%. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, you're right. That's a rather dramatic entry to the world. And that's world. a simple one, you know. And then, you know, <laughs> the doctors are trained to help out when they get the, what these those forceps and vacuum extractors and C-sections and all that stuff. So it can be – again, most of us got our first spinal injury at birth. Uh, some of the kids come in. Uh, we see a lot of kids now with um, the tongue tie. I don't know if you're familiar with that. They, the, the, the tongue is sort of too attached to the to – the, 
jaw. Oh, no, I'm not familiar with that. The jaw, and they have, there's like a tissue connection here. Yeah. So they get net snipped, and then they, they always recommend seeing a chiropractor to make sure you know, the body's in balance because that's typically a, a, mm. a body balance issue. Um, a lot of them come in for ear infections. Chiropractors had a huge history of helping kids with ear infections. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of kids have, have had colic, um, digestive issues. You know, they're, they're epidemic with kids these days. I've got to ask another question that I know the answer to, but uh, it's one of those myths you need to dispel. When you adjust someone, ask someone to cross arms and you roll them over and crack them, what is that sound that we hear in our heads? So we like the term adjust, uh, first of all. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Yes, adjust, adjust, yes. Um, but it's also just air coming out of the joints. The, the yep. joints are a, are two moist surfaces. When you open up the joint, it's yep. and that's your... That's a, Good sound. You like it when you hear that sound. Oh, yes. It is, in, it is instant gratification <laughs> for sure. I want to talk with you about you and some of your interesting background. You've worked with a lot of well-known people in celebrity terms, uh, baseball players. I noticed uh, some of the rock and roll stars that tour the area. What kinds of what, – what ha- I know baseball players are obvious, but what, why is somebody from the Eagles, let's say, uh, a likely Chris Quigley candidate? Well – a lot of those guys are really into peak performance, especially these days. You know, mm. maybe 30 years ago was a little more drug, sex, and rock and roll. But now, <laughs> now they're all getting a little older and they're getting a little wiser, and they really take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, the Eagles travel with a chiropractic table. They have it's in their road crew, so you know you go to the Eagles concert, you adjust those guys, and they're like, "A oh, doc, you know, to bring your table, we got one." Hmm. Um, and uh, so they're they're at the forefront because they want to keep. They're performers, and they want to keep performing. They perform better when their body's in tune and balanced. And so that's the majority of the top performers I've met. Very few of them mm-hmm. had like, oh, I threw my back out kind of thing. Speaking of backs and speaking of the male population in, in the Western world, uh, I don't know of anybody who hasn't had some twinge, some lower back issue at some point. I'm talking about mostly men, but women too. Sure. I remember Dr. John Sarno's famous book about uh, back pain and mind issues and all that. But what would you say to prevent back injuries, the lower back, which is so sensitive to this? What good living tips would you have for people? I know bend from the knees. That's, 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 that's a, that's a great question. Um, the most important thing for your spine and your body, for that matter, is to keep moving. You know, so many of us sit at desk all day. That, oh, that's That true. is bad news for your spine. All right. The research says anything sitting more than three hours a day is considered a major trauma to your spine. And this is now more prevalent because of screens, right? Because of people at workstations that don't get up and don't move and are so, you know, look at me. I'm in a studio and I'm looking at the screen and editing a lot. But I do get up. I do have to get up. I feel right. impelled well, to you're get smart. up. you're um, smart. Basically what I tell my patients is uh, set a little timer on your watch every hour and get up and do like a minute stretch break and go mm-hmm. back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be, that'd be number one, move. All right. The second goal, the second thing to keep your spine in good shape is have a really good bed and pillow. Um, you're sleeping for, you know, six to eight hours a night. If your pillow and bed are not supporting your spine, you're going to be in trouble sooner or later. Mm. Um, and uh, so getting a really good mattress and pillow, I think, is uh, right up there. And what about lubricating three. your body with water that we all need? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Hydration is sure. vital. Almost a lot, so many people dehydrate, especially during the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the heat's on in the winter and you lose so much moisture at night when you're sleeping. Mm. So in the winter, you really got to up the hydration game. And obviously in the summer, you got to keep it hydrated because of the heat. So I think hydration is a key key factor. 
Well, when they say physician heal thyself, uh, you live the lifestyle that you promote. Um, may I just suggest that people look up your bio, but you're a third degree black belt in Taekwondo? Yes. And then that goes to my recommendation about keep moving. You know, about um, probably about 15 years ago now, one of my patients comes in and says, Doc, I want to check out this Taekwondo studio and maybe uh, well, and sign up. And they go, I'll take a ride with you. Let me go check it out. <laughs> so I sign up and he doesn't. And uh, But again, it's a different way to move your body. Mm-hmm. It's because your brain works depending on your body's movement. So your brain is fed by movement messages going up from your body up to your brain. Your brain processes those messages and sends them back down. So the more you move, your more and better you move your body, the better your brain is going to work and the better you're going to work. So this is one of, this is one of the secret sauce of chiropractic. Because what do we do? We move your body. Right. We in move adjusting, your joints. Right, when right. When you do the chiropractic adjustment, you are giving the brain an explosion of input, good input, healthy input, mm-hmm. and allows your body and your brain to work better. Again, just my own personal experience, and, and I mentioned another wonderful friend of mine uh, has been a longtime personal friend, Dr. Stuart Ezrin, who's also a chiropractor in this area, and, and now working with you and your team and Dr. Miguel, who's great. I feel, I'm 63 years old, I feel more fluid, if I can use that word. I feel more sort of in the, in the body uh, to a certain extent. You know, I have a, 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 almost a, a, my confidence level has gone up a little bit. I think the fact that I can turn around and parallel park with more ease <laughs> is one thing. Uh, what advice do you have for people after they leave the chiropractor's office? Because uh, th- there are some tips that you mentioned on your website. Things to do, things um, to be aware of. Again, number one is keep moving. Keep moving. Uh, number two is get, get a good pillow and good mattress. Number three is, uh, you know, try to clean up clean up your uh, nutritional uh, scene. Um, I think supplements now I think are super important um, due to something called nutritional inflation. Nutritional inflation says an apple from 20 years ago, to get the same nutrition of an apple 20 years ago, you need to eat three apples today. Mm. So that the food isn't as nutrient dense. Right, right. So I think supplements are a super important part of the wellness game. And I know you have a nutritionist who uh, yes. resides in your practice, and yes. you also have a massage therapist. You have a lot of other options. Right. One more thing, and that when I first entered your practice, I was a little taken aback, just a little bit, to note that all of the couches, not couches, but tables, were in the same room in the public space. Mm -hmm. And it actually makes a lot of sense because you can economize time and get people in quick. Is that practice popular or is it something you innovated? Uh, It's definitely popular. Uh, The profession has really gone to that, especially my brand of the profession in terms of the more conservative, traditional chiropractic people. Uh, It's definitely gone that direction. you know, I, the efficiency part is what attracted me to it at first. I went to a friend's of mine's office up in actually Swampscott. I went to my friend's office and she was seeing about 600 visits a week in her practice. Mm. She was basically doing it on two tables. She just turned a person over here, then turn around just a person over there, then turn around just a person over there. And she's going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, I was walking miles. I had a 600-square-foot <laughs> office, and I was if I had one of those you know, step counters that went up to like you know, 100,000 a day yeah. because I'm going from room one to room two, room three, back to room one, two, 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 three. And I, was, I was literally walking miles a day. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I went back to my office, which was on the other side of Charles Street at the time. I tore down every wall except one, and I put the adjusting tables in like we have now. Yeah, it makes sense. Now, the, frit, the side benefit was now education is so much better. 
because if I teach Jordan Rich something on table four, the person on table three hears it as well. And they, they learn, and then Jordan Jordan has a question on table four, and then the person on table three has the same question, but they didn't answer, ask it. But Jordan asked it, and then now, oh, wait, I, that makes sense. I needed this. Uh, one more thing, and this is just personal uh, observation. You've got a great uh, bedside manner or tableside manner. Well, thank you. And I think uh, you mentioned at the beginning you, you wanted to do something that would provoke passion in your life, but you also seem to have a real love for helping people, and that's – Obvious. Well, that's what it's all about. You know, it really yeah. comes down to, you know, our goal is to, uh, as we say time and time again, turn your power on so your body can heal. You know, the only thing that actually heals you is your body. And if it's if you have an issue, the question is, why didn't your body heal that issue? Mm. Your body's really smart. It's an amazing machine. So we release the interferences to healing. And now your body can do its job, which is perform at a higher level. Said it beautifully. I couldn't have said it any better myself. It's the bostonwellnessgroup.com. For those of you in the area, it's on Charles Street, which is one of the most romantic and historic neighborhoods in the city. And uh, you're a National Speakers Association member, so people will perhaps catch you here and there mm-hmm. uh, spouting your uh, your passion and all that. But uh, thanks a lot for coming in and sharing with us, and also thanks for uh, making me feel better. My pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure on both counts. He's Dr. Chris Quigley, and it's Charles Street Family Chiropractic. The book is called After the Car Crash, a comprehensive guide for victims and attorneys to recover your health and protect your rights. One of the longer subtitles, but important. Chris, thank you so much. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks again to Dr. Christopher Quigley. Once again, visit the website, thebostonwellnessgroup.com. You don't have to be from Boston or New England to benefit from uh, the information on the website and also the book After the Car Crash by Chris Quigley. That'll do it for today. I want to thank Dan Tebow of Fast Twitch Media, Ken Carberry, and the staff at Chart Productions in Boston, where we produce the podcast. And of course, to the finest listeners on the planet, that's you and your friends and colleagues. Thank you for subscribing and downloading the podcast. And if you like what you hear, give us a five-star review. That'll help us spread the word. Till next time, this is Jordan, as always, saying be well so you can do good. Take care.